This is a podcast from 3RRR 102.7 FM in Melbourne. Truly independent community radio. It's about time, huh? Hey? What are you doing? What are you doing out there on this Sunday afternoon? You might um, still be in bed. You lucky thing. With a, with, a, with a pot of tea. Pot of tea and maybe uh, maybe a crumpet. Yes. With, with some lovely honey just melting through it with some butter. Yum. Listening to us on the wireless. Maybe you've made a blueberry muffin. Ooh. I like them. Ooh. I do. I do indeed. Um, but wherever you are, um, welcome mm. to the afternoon here on 3 Triple RFM. My name's Cam Smith. Across from me, I have... I'm Matt Stebbin. We should say thanks to the scientists uh, once again for an excellent show. As they vacate the building. Yes. They're in a hurry this week. <laughs> yes. They were sort of lingering last they week. They did. But this week, off boom! Like a, off like a shot. They're off. I don't know. Something's going on out there. Um, yes, and it's May. Mm. We're nearly halfway through the year. I know. I feel myself getting old when you, half a year goes by and you go, oh, geez, May already. Mm. I haven't even done everything I was supposed to have done in January. Yeah, what the hell was yeah. that all about? <laughs> like, do you remember, like, yeah, summer holidays when you were a kid? Oh, they went for years. It was like, it's going to go forever <laughs> until the shoe commercials come on, and then you go, oh, no, we're screwed. Back to school. Back to school for you. Um, yeah, May the 5th <coughs> today is yes. in, in uh, somewhere else, mm. uh, National Enchilada Day, and it's, uh, <laughs> we have to wish the uh, happy Cinco de Mayo. Ah yes, which I think is the uh, the uh, the uh, the boot who depressed threw off the yoke of oppression. Yes, and and so let's all drink. Assassinated tequila. the generalissimo. Okay. Yeah, right. I think until the next yeah. one came along. Street party in Mexico. Yep. Yeah. Until it all got bad. And uh, just to let you know that coming up on May tenth. Mm. Uh, actually, it's two days. I wanted to highlight. First of all, May the tenth is National Liver and Onions Day. And then you'll be happy to know that on May 11th is National Eat What You Want Day. <laughs> so you can just imagine the committee going, all right, so... So we've got to do the living around We've got to do the living thing, all right? Okay, we've got, we got to do this. And it's like, well, maybe we'll make the next day, you know, yeah. just everyone chill out yeah. and you can just have the big bowls of um, of sweet stuff, raspberry coolie. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what have we got today on today's show? Um, we've got a good show. I, I think it's going to be fun. All mm. the guests have shown up. Yes, that's a good start. Which is awesome. So, yes. we're batting a thousand. Yes. Um, and diversity. What do you think about this, ladies and gentlemen? Mm. Check this out. I've got a book. I've got a book. We've got product. Yep. Holding it up to the microphone. It's called Chef's Eat Breakfast 2. Mm. Hot on the heels, hot on the back from uh, Chef's Eat Toasties and Chef's Do Christmas, although this time without the uh, Christmas jumper that we saw Darren purchase wear, <laughs> which I did promise. For, he promised he'd come in and wear it. He welched <laughs> on that deal. <laughs> but we'll be speaking to him because um, he's going to tell us what to do for breakfast, from very, very sweet, from breakfast donuts to crunchy granola to lots of eggs. You so, may know him from uh, TV show Neighbours, too, we just learnt. You yes. and I don't watch Neighbours that often. Uh, uh, no. But it turns out Darren is on Neighbours. He's on Neighbours. Yes. Occasionally. We might find out about when he's coming on. <laughs> Following from that, yes. we have uh, the redoubtable Shannon Martinez. Yes, of Smith and Daughters. Of Smith and Daughters. Um, and uh, she's going to put on her hat of cheap eating. $4 meals, in fact, in association with uh, Sacred Heart, Dining with Heart Month, yep. is on... I was thinking about this because you said you just threw it at me as a challenge. Four dollar meal map. What did you cook? I'm like, ooh, I, four dollars is not much anymore. You went for baked pasta. I went pasta bake, and you went to a baked spud. It's I funny did. how we sort We've of stacked. 
Funny how the first thing you tend to drop is meat when you've got no Soups, budget. legumes. Anyway, we're going to yeah. talk to her about that and what she has been doing. And then, of course, um, with that little bit of rain we've had this mm, week. Yes. We sort of prayed to the heavens for the rain gods to answer our prayers. Mm. Hopefully, the mycelium shall be active. Ooh. Which means the mushrooms are happening. Yeah. And uh, Cam Russell out there in Beaufort is an expert on these things. Mm-hmm. He's been organising mushrooms tours for a long time now. Yeah. And uh, also I want to talk to him about something he does which I hadn't heard of. I didn't know it was a thing. Fermented olives. Mm. Mm. We all go, what? Mm. Is what? that a thing? It is a thing. Right. So we're going to find it. Is that an old thing or is that like a new hipster Brunswick thing? Or <laughs> well, maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. I don't know, fermented olives don't immediately sound delicious, but... Yeah, well, look, anyway, time is tarrying on, yes. as time does. Um, so, Matt, I will ask you to do the appropriate thing so we can prepare for our first guest. Yes, we'll purchase. Uh, have some uh, sponsorship announcements. We'll be back after this. Bravo. And thanks for that. And no doubt you know it. You are listening to 3RRFM, broadcasting from the beautiful corner. Yeah. Of East Brunswick. Yes. Matt Steadman is here. Yes, in our little container here in Studio 2. And straight from a neighbour's set, <laughs> we have Darren Purchase. Hi. He's just rubbing off the makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wow. No. <laughs> oh, who are you playing? Oh, I was playing myself. Ah, oh, as you, you always know. do. <laughs> Play, not playing with myself. <laughs> no, no you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be asked to leave the set if you do that. Uh, um, none of that here, thank you very much. Thanks for having me back. I love this show. It's my favourite food show in the whole of the airwaves. What? Always has been, and I've known you guys for ages. So what are you talking about? Awesome. Where did this come out of? Well, I just, I just feel like you know, I've known you long enough now. Oh, cool! And I just, I, I'm Ooh. opening up now. I'm a Aussie citizen. See, look at you, you're opening up now. <laughs> uh-huh. I can, uh, you know, express my emotions. I'm not, I'm not that British stiff upper lip. No, you know, keeping it all inside now, I'm Aussie. I love hey, you guys. Love, Thanks, I love you. I love you all. It's like, you got, <laughs> it's like you got the tongs at the barbie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, almost. Well, no, we love you too, and it's, um, we've watched your growth there with Kath at uh, Birch and Purchase. But one thing we've seen now is you've um, brought out this range of books in with um, Hardy Grant. Yeah, Did I get that right. You awesome get, publisher. Better get that right. Um, first of all, it's 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 a lovely sized book. It's sort of it's it's a mini book, really, yeah. isn't it? It is. And it's uh, been a series. The, the first one was awesome, uh, about toasted sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Chefs eat toasties too. Who would have thought, you know, that was it's probably my greatest work. <laughs> um, my um, greatest moment. Forget all the food science <laughs> yeah. things that I've been learning of many, yeah, many years. And, uh, no, it's toasted. How gels behave. And, um, yeah, it's yeah. a different world now. So. And insoluble starches <laughs> and the world of all that. But no, toasties. And then you did Christmas. Yeah. With that awful jumper that you wore. Yeah. And if, uh, it, it's worth actually getting a, a copy of it just to see um, Darren with, I think it was reindeers or something. Oh, it was one of those awful, ugly Christmas sweaters. Which, or as um, we'd say here, it was very special. <laughs> it's a very special jumper. Thank you. Um, but this time, um, a slightly textural cover. Yeah. You can see the non-stick pan is actually sort of a bit sandpapery. Uh, but it is a white cover, a little bit Marie Claire, uh, shall we say, with a, a small frying pan, one single egg that's been cooked in there. That's it's not it. a very generous breakfast, I must say. And then also uh, looks like it's just someone's tr- just got a Sharpie out and written the, the topic, chefs eat breakfast too. And that sort of brings us to an interesting 
thing in that most of us probably don't eat a good enough breakfast. No. It is the most important meal of the it day. It is. You know, you've got, you've got to have a good start today, especially these days, you know. We're working harder, getting paid less. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> hey, hey, the yoke. The yoke is upon us, and that's not the egg yoke. Um, but there is that saying, and I don't know, this is sort of, it, it, it's a saying. I was going to say it's an aphorism, but it ain't an aphorism. Um, eat breakfast like a king, uh, yeah. lunch like a duke. And uh, dinner like a prince or dinner, or dinner or like a some, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think so. So, the, but the idea is that you gradually reduce the amount of calories that yeah. you have during the day because of your ability to digest them and utilize them. Yeah, where are the scientists? <laughs> They've gone. They've gone. <laughs> yeah. They ran out. We need them in it. They knew. That's why they ran. <laughs> yeah. um, it's important to get a good start to the day, so I've got a whole range of, I, I, I guess there's probably about 50-odd recipes. Hang so. about. Hold it, hold it. I, I love this. This is like physician heal thyself. <laughs> what do you have for breakfast? What do I have? Yeah. I have... I, I actually live it and breathe it. I, oh, are you really? No, I, I have, at the moment, I've been having um, my granola, which we oh. sell at the shop, and I made it, and I love it, and we have it with sort of St. David Dairy uh, yogurt and oh. whatever fruit is in season. As it's starting to get a bit cold, Bespoke. I'll, be, I'll be moving on to uh, something a bit more porridgey. So um, you, you're sort of different, because, you know, at the very end of the sort of thing they have, have you ever heard of... You know, being a new Aussie now, the Bushman's breakfast. Yeah, well, you have see, you I, heard of a Bushman's breakfast? Um, is that you eat it outside? No, <laughs> close. Bushman's breakfast is cigarette and a look around. Oh no! Yeah, right. So yeah, we don't. So, do that. so you have gone. You you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm doing it. And, like, if and then I, you're if saying... If we do get a day off, which is quite rare, then, you know, I will make one of the more elaborate elaborate um, recipes of the book and I'll get some eggs out. Um, one of my favourites in there, it's got avocado, Vegemite, um, lime um, uh, on Turkish bread, which is absolutely awesome. And the avocado is just... It's just awesome. It's, I'm just know, going along and going, yeah, tick... <laughs> Yeah. Are you Vegemite? Are you ve- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Yeah, it just works really well. And uh, I've spoken to some Aussies and they go, what? I've never heard of this combo. Yeah, come on. We'll but, use your imagination. But huh? it, it's not that hard. It just works so well. And the lime, what do you think, man? What are your thoughts? Um, avocado I, and, and Vegemite? I think people are embracing Vegemite for its umami because I reckon it works with avocado. Yeah, yeah. I also, a buddy of mine um, has uh, avocado on toast and then eggs on top because it gives you the salt. And that was my... I just saw your face turn, Ken. My first the, was... Ooh, and then I thought, oh, that could work. The warm yolk going through the avocado kind of works. Mm. I, yeah, do you know but what? But the white in the avocado doesn't mm. for me. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hundred percent on um, on runny yolk and cold avocado. I don't I even think you're fifty percent by looking at your face there. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I reckon I can make it work. With, yeah. You know, anything with Meredith goats goat's curd or whatever, you know, that'll jazz up anything and that's, make it taste nice or that's some harissa on top and, you know. I'm sorry I'm cutting across you. I do apologise, but that is a breakfast magic wand, is it yeah, not? it's ridiculous. Meredith goat's It's cheese. like the best product on the market, I think. I yeah. just love it. That, they, do, they do not even know me. They don't pay me at all, but, you know, I... So you're not on Angus's uh, <laughs> mailing list? No, I'll, I'm glad I know his name now. Angus Cameron. Right, okay. Yeah, he's the well, son. He's going to be taking awesome over. awesome product. I saw it in um, America once when I was on holiday, and usually, you know, I don't eat anything sort of from back home, and, but we had to get it. And well, we just we just felt so proud that it was um it was in San Francisco in this food store. Well, we'll we'll get back to your breakfast book, but yeah, they just won the President's Award at the Royal Easter Show, the best the best food of the whole lot. Wow, 
Yeah. Well, so and, and now they're they're going in America and they're making squillions. So anyway, have a jar ready for breakfast. Yeah. It's good. It, now that works with avocado. It does. Yeah. It's, it really, really, it's, really, really, really they're, does. They're a match made in heaven. Uh, porridge. Your thoughts? Uh, porridge. Love porridge. I've got a really cool turmeric um, and. Puff, uh, there's a kid my porridge in there, turmeric and banana, passion fruit. You can jazz it up. Hang about. Let's just work on this. There's things. all sorts there's of stuff. Well, hang about. So turmeric, <laughs> banana, and passion fruit. Oh, yeah, that kind of works. Yeah, kind of works. What do you think, man? I use my sweet, you know, I'm coming up with these different base. combinations in there. So uh, turmeric is the basey flavour. Yeah. Passion fruit sort of lingering on the yeah, top. Yeah, lifts it up. Banana, keep you going. It keep you going. Yeah, there's also a dessert section. So being a sweet Hold guy. Dessert. Breakfast dessert is oh, a good. thing. Yes. It's it's kind of that Nirvana land. Of, <laughs> where, where, it's kind of that Nirvana where, yes. where, where you have a day off and, yeah. and you, can either, you can either yeah. skip breakfast or yep. you can go straight to um Bloody and go straight to dessert or you can have a little bit of a breakfast and then indulge yourself in a dessert. You haven't got to go out, you're gonna stick a movie on, you're still in your PJs Ooh. and dessert is a thing. It the, definitely the, is a thing the in the Duna is beckoning. Yeah, exactly. Or saying don't leave me, I've always loved you. <laughs> So there's cookies, there's muffins, there's all sorts of sweet stuff in there as well as donuts, which are awesome for breakfast, as we all know. The, not everyday food. No, uh, not everyday uh, food. So, but to, to make a donut, do you need you need hot oil? Um, yeah, you do need a little bit of hot oil. Yeah, yeah. You well, need <laughs> a lot, don't you? I mean, you can't you can't just pan fry a donut, can you? I I, I reckon you could, but um, well, okay, give it a go. No? Yeah, go on, go. On. But um, I, I would deep fry it, yeah. yeah but okay, like so. you said, this is not one of those things you're, you're eating every single day. No. No, 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 no. Um, and um, I am uh, just wondering if it is like trying to pick a favourite child. Oh, there's some... Out of this book. Uh, there's a congee in here. Uh, the recipe was given to me by a friend of mine, Poe. Do you know Poe, the... Um, I do know both. Yeah, the, the chef and restaurateur in, yes. in Adelaide. She's awesome, and yes. she contributed to that. And it's one of those recipes that I've been like making over and over again, especially in these cold months. So How do you getting make into cold months. Basically, chicken and rice into a into a pot, cover it with water. You've got some aromats in there. You cook it until as long as you know. If you want the rice to disappear, you cook it for for further. If you want a bit of a grain, cook it less. You let it steep, pull off the flesh, and you can have that for breakfast, or you can have it for lunch or dinner and leftover. You know, in a, in a weird way, you know what I sort of risotto just for people. I mean, a congee that haven't had it risotto plus time. Yeah. Because it's the same sort of thing, but yeah. you just... But you can get that done the night before, the day before, and and then just sort of heat it up in the morning, and it's absolutely amazing. So that's one of my favourites. Um, what, what are the aromats that uh, you put in there, just out of curiosity? Well, there's, you can put a ginger, spring onion, you can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Um, Whatever you fancy. You yeah. put some mushrooms in there, coming on to your guy who's coming up, Cameron. Oh, yeah, and in fact, this this links in with a lot of things for our next guest because um, Shannon was talking about one of the uh, $4 dishes she's to does, yeah. uh, chicken and corn congee. Right. And it was through a discussion that I had with her the other day that um, I thought, oh, yeah, I want congee because it'll, it'll heal me. It's like yeah, good, it good food it when you're not feeling feel, well. You know, I'm into, I'm going back to all these sort of simple foods and that's the stuff I'm cooking at, at all the time and I'm really pleased to present these recipes in this new one. How much? $30. 30 bucks. Yeah, and come into said, the shop and I'll sign it for you. Woo! Yeah, have, my, <laughs> have a special Sharpie. 
And you said that there's uh, a good market with people that have holiday homes. Yeah, holiday homes. So they <laughs> seem to have um, – there's a little set now, so there's three books in the series. Hopefully there's going to be more depending on how this one sells. Mm. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're quick – Pick up books and you know the recipes aren't too hard. They're, they all fit on two pages. So you know what? Actually, okay, serious shoes on or socks even. Yeah, good book for kids. Awesome, don't you reckon? I mean, yeah. it's just like here it is. It's it's not too much. It's exactly. not like you're handing them a Larousse gastronomy and go <laughs> right, learn this and mind you, and they're, be a test they're well advanced these days. So some of the ones I've spoken to, but yeah, this is this is great, and we get a lot of um, uh, kid. Chef wannabes who come in the shop and uh, I'm signing books for them and they're asking me about how to make breakfast and toasties. They they and love they love getting involved in the kitchen. This and is a great insoluble way to starches. Yeah, not so much. But um, what I'm about sure. pop rocks? <laughs> so this yeah this I'm really pleased with this and uh, it's a break from what I normally do. So it's a, right. it's lovely. Congratulations Thank on you. yet another book. Thirty bucks. Uh, Hardy Grant is the uh, publisher. It's called Chef's Eat Breakfast Two. Uh, you can go into Birch and Purchase on the corner of near the corner of Turak Road and Chapelli, uh, and go and see them there. The as I sort of say, the magic Willy Wonka chocolate shop, and Darren wears the lab coat, uh, as well as a big funny top hat as well sometimes, <laughs> uh, which is good. Thank you for coming on. Thank say you, hi Pat, to Kath. I will do. I'll give her a big hug from you guys. And, and uh, yeah. And please sign my book. Uh, of course. <laughs> okay, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Neighbours too. Yeah, I'll let you know. Thank We're you. Done. <laughs> All right, bye. Uh, some music, Cameron. Lovely. I love music. Be back after this. Boom. And they say that breakfast is an important meal, and I thought maybe just as a little follow-up, because I'm, I am kind of interested in what people eat in the mornings. Shannon Martinez. Hello, Cam. Is, is that right? I mean, when I first you came on, it was shouting Martinez. It's Martinez. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just went, and then I just got round the right way, and you were just too kind to correct Well, Australians me. say Mart- like Martinez. Yeah, Martinez. It's like, yeah, it's so weird. One time I was told on my friends who was Mexican how Australians pronounce <laughs> my name, and he thought it was the funniest thing he had <laughs> ever. what? Shannon Martinez. Martinez? <laughs> hey, get up. Get up. No, no, really, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he well, loved it. So that's my nickname from him now, Martinez. Martinez. <laughs> How you going, mate? Uh, well, Shannon Martinez, it's uh, awesome to have you, as always. Always. Thanks, um, Cam. Now, we, we're here with you, not the Smith & Daughters hat, but that I know that that's just going from strength to strength. Mm-hmm. There's a certain – are you doing a bit of TV, but we don't really need to go there, but breakfast. Breakfast. I'm not a breakfast guy. Are you – because I was joking with Darren and saying, well, you know, there's the Bushman's breakfast, cigarette and a look around. To to the full buffet at the five star hotel where you yeah. go, wow! I should eat more fruit. Uh, <laughs> and then you get back from holiday and you buy it, and then it rots in your fridge. In the fridge, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of it, isn't yeah. it? Oh, papayas don't taste as good here as they did in Thailand. No, Thailand <laughs> with, with, with the sea, you know, uh, breaking outside the uh, the thing. Exactly. What do you do for breakfast? Nothing. Cup of coffee. Yeah, coffee when I get into the deli usually. Milk. Uh, yeah, I. You know, obviously, having a vegan restaurant but not being vegan, I used to always have milk in my coffee, but we don't have uh, dairy milk at work, so I've tried all the types of milks that we sell. Oh, what's your fave? Oat milk, this new one, this Oatly oat milk is epic. Why? But I've drank it over dairy, like, by choice now. Because it's fatty? It's got got viscosity to it? Yeah, and, you know, sometimes, I think when you stop eating dairy for long enough... 
and when you eat it again, you can really taste it. You know, it, it's quite, it's got a definite flavor. Yeah. And this oat milk really, I think, doesn't cover the coffee flavor at all. That's so good. So it lets that sort of come through more. So I'm soy really, isn't a friend, really. I mean, soy is soy. Soy's soy is fine, but, but not when everything you put in your mouth is soy. Soy. Do you know, I think it's like the milk and, and then and then the tofu and then every, everything is soy based. Eating one one product that often can't be good no matter what it is really mm. for sure but becomes a monoculture exactly and i think soy milk's disgusting yeah right so yeah. <laughs> we've got to, we've just write that down we've got your, your <laughs> on the on record <laughs> um but the good thing about soy products is that they are cheap they are cheap. and uh one of the things that we're here to discuss is we have a problem out there uh with the a great this great poverty out mm. there with great success um, there's a lot of people who have trouble feeding themselves, and that's not a good thing for no. our society. And one of the really, really great things that you've come up with, the ball that you've taken, that you're bouncing and you're coming through the goal square, if I can just use a clumsy sporting metaphor, is you've been working in conjunction with Sacred Heart, yeah? I have. How'd that come about? They actually just approached me, and I, to be honest, didn't really know a whole lot about this um Sacred Heart uh, the, the thing. The Dine with Heart campaign. And yeah. I, I just didn't know that it, it really existed. And, and then when they asked me, I sort of looked looked into it. And, and it's a really amazing cause. And obviously... Um, Why is it amazing? Just Well, with food is my focus in my life. And mm. uh, the idea that people go without just is truly upsetting, you know, especially when I know how much food is wasted in the industry, yep. uh, in the world in general. Yep. Do you know what is a half of the food produced is, is basically put into landfill? Like, that's... Just like it's an absolute disgrace, and then to think that people are going without, it's just going to bed hungry. Going to bed, and hungry. also, and then especially when you think, okay, that's adults, and then you think, oh my god, children, children I going know. to bed hungry who need all the nutritional possibilities they can have to In grow, order to shape their lives, to have a possibility that's of growing right. to a healthy adult. That's right, and this continual process of you know just some. Uh, so this is why I'm focusing on is nutrition and education and mm. uh, Dine With Heart um, you know has been running for, for, for a while now but I've Forever. focused yeah. yeah I'm focusing on a, on a slightly different thing for, for myself and my involvement which is um, uh, I think when you're in a position of homelessness I think uh, it, it's just getting a feed is the focus, not the nutrition side of it. Just putting food in your mouth, whether that be, you know, uh, fast food, whether that be whatever it is, you know, but, but nutrition is not the focus. So I really want to start giving no, it's people. Just filling that gap, isn't just it? Just filling the gap, you know, and I really want to give people. And to stop the hunger pains. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And, and especially if you're feeding children, um, foods that are nutritionally void, mm-hmm. um, it, that's not helping them at all. So I want to show people that it, it's, it's there, you know, we, we can, you can afford, you know, on 30, 40 bucks a week, you can, it is doable, um, to be able to feed yourself with, with decent food. And there's a lot of tricks to it. And I think as chefs, we know a lot of those tricks. We know the best times and the best places to go shopping. You know, you go down to, you go to the Vic Market every week. So you, you know, if you get down there on o'clock. a Sunday at about three o'clock, three o'clock, they are, they are handing out bags of stuff for a buck, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, this stuff is what and was protein. And protein. Protein becomes attainable for those that haven't got a lot of income. That's right. All of a sudden, you know. So yeah, if you're eating meat and d- fish and fish, it's yeah. trays of fish for like five bucks. You know, and 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 that same all those same vegetables, that same bag would have cost ten bucks twenty minutes earlier. But yeah. now they just need to get rid of it. And so there's all these little tricks that that are around. 
that that I sort of want I want to do market tours with people and take them around and show them and then show them how we can turn I say we take a $50 note down to the Vic market and that is what we're going to spend and that's going to feed four people for the week and I know a, people, a lot of people don't think it's possible but when you're shopping at you know the, the big two and all that sort of stuff um, under the fluorescent lights as we sometimes say exactly you know what yes. you can get for, you, we all know you go in you go in for milk you come out $150 poorer and one bag it's like how did that cost that so it doesn't need to be that way mm. so I want to take people to markets and these are people that work or that, that go to um, the Sacred Heart dining hall uh, and uh, just, just you know, taking them through the steps, giving them some some skills, and then showing them how to cook these foods. And this is sort of where the sort of genesis of this whole thing is: the four dollar mm-hmm. is the fact that one of the things I really do admire about Sacred Heart um, is the fact that they they're actually at the ground floor and they're actually feeding people. They're doing that, and they've got an amazing kitchen down there in Gray Street, and their budget is four dollars. Per day, I think. $4 per person, for, and they're open yeah. for breakfast and lunch. That and is lunch, per day, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and lunch is a three-course meal. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I went down there the other day, and the menu looked awesome, actually. Like, mm. it was, I was hungry after leaving there. Um, they get, like, a soup, and then they have a vegetarian option, or they have a meat option, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And then a dessert. It was like a white chocolate and mango cheesecake. I was like, jeez. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so um, then that brings us to the fact that it's just something and this is something that you, dear listener, can do at home and scratch your head and go, okay, pull out two goldies. There you go. There must be some around somewhere. Maybe maybe in that bowl over there. In the you car, put... between the seats. Yes. Always. Or back of the there. sofa. Yeah, good one. Come on. You're going mm-hmm. to find it. You're going to mm-hmm. find it. Okay, so put those two goldies together and then we look at how with those two goldies and maybe collaborating with another person because I think that is a kind of an important thing to be doing. Correct. Because by doing that, you have better possibilities of eating. And then reach. Mm-hmm. We might maybe just sort of um, talk about some of the things that maybe we can eat. Maybe just to start this off, mm-hmm. we should bring in our great producer, Matt Stedman. And you immediately said, what was your I thing went, you went I, for? I went straight to pasta bakes. Baked pasta. You can yeah, do that see, pretty easily, and, pretty cheaply. And, che- to- and, and it's and yummy. bulky, do you mm-hmm. know, like four people, one big tray. I re- you can make a pasta bake for under 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I think you've got a tick there, Matt. Yeah, Excellent. that is a definite winner. <laughs> so what we're doing is um, uh, I've started thing. So, so what I've always had are these one-handed chef videos that I do on Instagram that I just do for fun. So it's pretty much so people can what see What is me. a one-handed chef video? Is that like the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> hey, nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn hey. it. Yeah. Um, so a- normally I've made these videos. So I mean, it's called the one-handed chef because I have to film it somehow. While you, while you do and it. I'm not going to get a tripod because that's far too bougie. So I <laughs> cook. I never I heard of a tripod as being bougie, but okay. <laughs> that's how lo-fi we are, okay. one-handed chef. Um, bougie tripod. Yeah, also, if I get a tripod, then I'll have to show my face, which means I'll have to, you know, put makeup on and stuff. And yeah. sometimes on a Sunday, yeah. you don't want to see. Yeah. If you could only see me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's basically just going and uh, making a recipe in my house, and I've filmed them over time, and, and people really enjoy them. I think people actually now come more for the music than they do the food, but that's fine, like whatever gets you there. But now yeah. we've started I, I've sort of made the focus for this month on the four dollar meals. So each recipe I'm doing on on my Instagram stories mm. will be a four dollar meal. So up to four dollars a person. I've managed to get I think my cheapest one was a dollar ninety six. 
What was that? Was that the congee? Yeah, the congee. Did, yeah. I don't know if you heard, you inspired me to make congee the other day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. How good? Congee, I'm trying to I, bring congee back, I'm telling you. Like, oh, man. You it know, is you know so what? Good. You know what amazes me? Sorry, digression real quick That's and we'll get right yeah, back yeah, on yeah, track. Yeah, go, go. The expansive <laughs> nature of a long grain rice mm-hmm. oh, granule. Right? Half a cup to 1.5 litres. It's insane. Hello. If there is not a more Fair ultimate um, budget-friendly meal than that, that's also that out. delicious. You know, yeah. like, yeah, sure, you can make things cheap, but they, they might suck. Like, you know, the, yeah. the point is not just to make a $4 meal full stop. It's to mm. make a delicious meal for under $4. So, I was very happy. Yeah. Spring, spring onions, ginger. I got a little bit fancy. I got some shiitake mushrooms. That was in my recipe too, bro. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no corn on mine, though. Uh, there was no corn. Um, <laughs> I'd use fresh ones, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, see, that blows out the budget. T- totally. Man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Did. But that brings it back. Um, it's about uh, a manipulation of glutamates and umami to mm. bring the flavor cheaply. That's right. And shiitake mushrooms dried. Cheap. Tick. So cheap and so awesome. And, you know, you can buy half a kilo for like 10 bucks and it'll last you for the year. Cause, you know, they're not going anywhere. <coughs> they're not going anywhere. No just way. my guts. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight through me. Do you yes. get shiitakes at home, man? Uh, I buy them as I need them, so I don't usually store them. Mm. Mm. Good in a uh, mushroom risotto. So good. There mm. we go. Yeah. Okay, so um, so we've got pasta bakes. Mm. We've got congee is um, something. Yeah, we've had a few rad ones because what I'm doing is I'll make a video and then I'll nominate another chef mm-hmm. to then take on the challenge. And who have you handballed to? So Melissa Leong, who uh, is Foodorati on Instagram. She's the host of uh, on SBS, the Chef's Line. Yeah, that's it. So She kind of rocks, doesn't she? She's kind of the we best. Need to, we need to have her, we you have do. her on the show. She is one rad Maybe human being. Maybe she get the three of you. You, her, and Joey as well. Well, yeah, it's going to be loud. Yeah, I know. Okay. You should get us in after, anyway, after we've been out sorry. all night. Maybe at Joe's bar, and then that'll be interesting. Yeah, well, I'm not allowed to do that. I promised I wouldn't do that anymore. We've met. That was probably a few oh, years ago. Um, but that's okay. Um, but um, so you handballed to her. What did she do? Uh, she made a mapo tofu. Yes, and that was one where it has to. You can't do that. For one, but once you get the economy of scale that you go to about four, it's doable. Was that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but oh, yeah, all these, all my recipes too are the recipes are laid out for four people. So that's kind of what we're working on here. Is four dollars per person, so it's mm. sixteen bucks for the for the four portions. Mm. But hers came down to I think two bucks something. I think it was, which was awesome. And that had pork mince. In had it. pork mince in it, but you knew everything else, and that's super cheap. Tofu, you tofu, yeah. and um, a jar of it's actually a XO. mushroom XO. Yeah, cornstarch and water, and some spring onions. You know, like when you when you make when you cut out a lot of the things, you can faff about heaps with food, obviously, but like strip it back, make sure those few ingredients. Are, <laughs> Why are you laughing at faff? No, you can, can faff around with food a bit, and it's like, yeah, I've been listening to people faff around with food a bit. For, faff forever. We've all you've been watching it for a while. So faffy. Strip yeah. it back. Okay. Strip it back. Yes. Focus on five epic ingredients. Do you know, um, five. and also the good thing. I mean, I think I'm sort of in the lead here, luckily, because I'm all my food's vegan. Yes. And vegan food can be super cheap. You know, it's when you start adding the meats and the dairies is when it starts upping that price. And one of the things that is great about you being uh, a omnivore, shall mm-hmm. we say, is that you understand the importance of glutamates and umami, and that's and what texture. you bring to and texture. texture. I that's a correct. big thing. Yes, of course. Yeah. And that's one of the things. Okay, so uh, people can take the challenge, um, and can they come on to? 
Shall I invite people onto your Instagram page? Yeah, I think you should because then they Jonathan can start Dixon. watching all the videos. No, stay them away. Keep them away from that thing. <laughs> uh, um, no, come along because it's an interacting thing. And if you've got some ideas uh, as well as absorbing the great uh, pearls that uh, Shannon is casting in front of you. Correct. Um, but maybe, um, maybe some pearls could come back. That's right. And the link is on my Instagram page in the profile to how you can get involved with the Dine With Heart uh, for Sacred Mission. So we're pretty much encouraging you to put on a dinner party at home. You can base the dinner party on the recipes that we are putting up or mm-hmm. that myself and my chef mates are all putting up. Or you can make it super fancy. You can do whatever you want. But what you want to do is uh, charge your mates to come over and you cook them dinner. So it's not just about coming in there and, and sort of looking at my $4 meal. I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm really happy that I'm educating people, but there is a point to this, which is coming back to the Sacred Heart mission. Dining with Heart Month during That's the it. month of May because they have to keep themselves going and feed people who are... Otherwise wouldn't be eating. Well put. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the things that they do very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon, congratulations on doing that. We'll also be, I'll be putting on a masterclass too at the dining hall uh, down in St Kilda. So the information is coming up for that soon. You can buy a ticket and we'll do a huge cooking class, three-course meal down at the Sacred Heart Mission. Uh, details will come up next week for that, mm. um, which you'll be able to also get all the information through my Instagram page too. But that's going to be awesome. There'll be 30 tickets available. Uh, 30 and be a couple of hours. I think I'm going to maybe push it to 200 just because this is for Woo! a charity. 200? Do you know? Um, oh, man. It's wor- I mean, we're going to sit down, we're going to drink some wine, we're going to cook some food, and it's going to be awesome. Okay. Yeah. Bottles of crew, get the ready. Sure. No, no <laughs> I don't, no, don't, don't agree to that. Um, Shannon, awesome to see you as you always. Too, Cam. Thank you. Uh, but I think you should get those three people. That could be an interesting little chat. Um, well done. Good luck with the month, and um, maybe look forward to hearing about how it all went. Yeah, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I will. You too. Bye. Bye. Eat it is the uh, the name of the show that you're mm. listening to, and we are so glad that you are here to join us on this Sunday. And someone who we have not seen in this studio for a while, because usually he's either, oh, I don't know, in a paddock or going up a path or <laughs> in his uh, in his home in uh, in beautiful rural Victoria, Cameron Russell. Hi, Cam. Mate, I get to see you. How are you it's going? It's awesome. It's so lovely to come and play. <laughs> you look so well. Thank you very much. We were just saying this beard that you've grown, this is choo-choo, sir. Choo-choo. Oh, thank you very much. I'm going deranged orangutan look, <laughs> generally, at the moment. Well, so my daughter tells me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't think any deranged orangutan could have picked out such a great paisley print that you have on your shirt there. But anyway, rather than just compliment each other for the the time that we have let's impart some information and have a bit of a conversation um mushroom is your mastermind subject i wanted to touch on fermented olives because i had not heard of this thing but just following on from darren purchase and we were talking about mm, the perfect breakfast going from the bushman's breakfast to the 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 six star hotel banquet Mm. what do you like for brekkie what sort um, of a bricky guy are you? I'm diverse. Ooh. I'm diverse when nice. it comes to just bricks. like Victoria. Yeah, yeah. like Victoria. Yeah, yeah. You know, mountains got deserts. We got forests. Yeah, flooding rains. You know, I'll go a beautiful pastry. Yes, I've been very fortunate to be taken, uh, well, to to Loon. Oh, for their their chef's table, which has only got eight seats. What? They bring things out what? that you can't buy normally. What? And you walk away and realise that you are not worthy. 
Whoa. Yeah. I did not even know this exists. So tell me more of this chef's table you speak of. Oh, well, I, I, I was invited by simple fact that somebody else couldn't go. Ooh. So I wasn't even worthy of my own ticket. Yeah, well, yeah. but you got the worthy handball. Yeah. yeah. So you go in, uh, um, table, concrete in the table. Cube. So in, this in, is just outside the cube. Outside the cube. All of the people are lining up, coming in, putting their orders. They're the, looking at the you. The hoi lawyer going, yes, I hate you. Hating you. Yeah, first of all, you're sitting. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And it's like, what are, you, what are they doing? Who yeah. are they? Yes. And then the cubes in front of you, the chefs are stretching out the dough, rolling it They're up. Laminating, oh, laminating, and laminating, and laminating. Amazing. Not too much, because Co- she does one turn less than normal croissant, apparently. I, I, I'm not worthy to know such so secrets, right, can right, She had to um, kill me before she told me. <laughs> yes. Um, so then you sit at this table. They bring out a classic cro- croissant. They explain how you got your crunchy, you got your soft, because all ovens are a little bit variant. Here, have which one do you want to prefer? Fantastic coffee that they make. Yeah. Really excellent coffee. Good stuff. And then the next dish comes out, and the last time I went was a quail, ch- sweet chestnut. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Get me right. Fifer. You know oh, the pie know. with the sliced? It's the round pie. It is, it's a French thing. Pithiver. Yeah, that's the Pithiver. one. That's the one. Because it's got that beautiful scoring mark that that's goes along there and the most, that, as uh, Capaldi would say, mm. the mahogany glaze. That's the one. Beautiful glaze. This is at quarter to nine. Pithiver. Sunday morning. Mm. And that was amazing. Really? Then the last one that comes out is these little square biscuits of uh, croissant pastry, mm. sweet gorgonzola, mm-hmm. candied walnuts on top. Mm. And, and floating around. And I think we just kicked into about 9.30 by this stage wow. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I just walked around Melbourne dazed and confused but joyous for well, a couple I, I, hours. Who was the person that had to drop out of this said thing, this supposedly worthy person? Well, a, 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 Sickness? A job. Car accident? Works works on the on the boat oh. between Melbourne and Tassie. and. Yeah. And had to pull a shift. And well, it sucks to be him or her. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Her, yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, there was that. But going back to the other thing, I'm oh, right. really happy with just a, a latte yep. for breakfast. Croissant? Uh, no, no, just a, just a straight coffee for breakfast. Yes. Um, do, do you find you can eat then after you've had that latte? Because yeah. if I have caffeine, it's sort of like all bets are off for food. Really? Yeah. No, for a while. Well, I'll bounce back. I'll bounce back. Because we have that traditional thing on the farm where I'm working at the moment uh, mm. of Smoko. Yes. So, you know, you get to work early in the morning, you have a coffee, and then Smoko kicks in at about 9.30, um, mm. and that can be anything from um, cheese on toast to, to jam. You know, it can be anything. Oh, Cam, you know, in another lifetime, Cam Russell used to inhabit a part of the Queen Victoria market. And it was known as Frosty Gully. <laughs> because it was. It was one of the coldest parts of the market. And so not H Shed. Oh, what was the next bottom one? Bottom of I Shed. Bottom yeah. of I Shed. And it was. It was a place where the sun never never came to. But, but Cam Russell, being of a sunny disposition, um, installed was almost like a little mini kitchen in there. <laughs> and I remember you guys used to have the best toasties. You oh, yeah. eat, used to eat well. Because I'd say, what's in your toastie? And you'd say something like... 
Well, uh, smoked salmon, uh, you know, maybe some fura de latte, some fresh uh, sourdough. And, of course, back in the day where you could, they had slabs of butter, that you know, 20 kilo oh, slabs. It, uh, it was way. a curds and whey, yeah. yeah. And they, you just go, oh, I'll have a bit of that one. What is that yeah. sort of culture? Yeah, a bit of that on. Because you would. You'd, you'd, you'd go and... Uh, Raid the deli. Cu- you would curate. Yeah. A toasty. Cam didn't actually just make one. Anyway, we probably need to... Uh, those were the days, and I used to admire you greatly for that. I'm sad that I've come down in your... Uh, <laughs> I still admire you. Come on, the beard The beard makes up for it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, well, huh? you know, you could um, a sandwich in there. <laughs> so, mycelium. Yes. Has it awoken? Oh, yeah, it's always there. It's always wandering around. But look, the I will be honest with you, wandering. the threads are there. The, the threads of the story are there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're, you know, it's a very long preamble into maybe the the first high point of it actually raining. Mm. I, um, You know, the, when we first started to talk on the radio, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago or something like that. A couple footy seasons. Yeah. yeah. There was no such thing as um, Facebook and foraging groups and, and all over the world, you know. Or There's, being liked on Instagram. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, we all like to be a like whore on Instagram, yes. don't we? Hey, it's the nature of the biz. And, um, you know, so now you you can watch people picking things all over. So the north coast of New South Wales is having a cracker of a season. Up as in, they did last year. As they did, yeah. Similar rain oh, patterns. Yeah. South Australia, it's almost crickets on there. You, mm. don't, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, here's a photo I took last year of of a, of a single pine mushroom. i'm not sure what it is yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah all of those kind of things yes. southern southwestern tasmania going off oh god and you know here we are stuck in the middle mm. jokers to middle the, of the sandwich <laughs> yeah, yeah jokers to the right here i am <laughs> stuck in the fungi with you yes <laughs> the fungi with you so i think it's actually I actually am quite hopeful. Um, just watching the patterns come through, I think there's going to be a fair bit of rain. Well, what's the ground soon. temperature at the moment? Oh, it depends. It, it hasn't. Are. Okay, but I would say because of this extended Indian summer that we've had, sorry, northern tem- hemisphere expression, but this prolonged autumn. Oh yeah. Um, that I would say that it's taken a while for the ground to actually cool down, and you need a couple things for the mycelium to pop. Moisture. One is moisture, the other is cool temperatures. Yeah, it, it depends right? on the type. Oh, look, the, the uh, cool temperature much. thing is always we've been we've been back and forth over this one over the years. Oh, I know, I know. But you know, I, I I think it's not as key as you feel it is. Which with the the, the the temperature of the ground. temperature of the ground, but the the moisture absolutely because mushrooms are hydraulic rams and without moisture you've got nothing. So um, <laughs> there's a quote. Did you get that, Matt? <laughs> mushrooms are hydraulic rams. What is, what is a hydraulic ram? Yeah, and you're not like oh what? Did they just bet, just oh, humour me? All right, this I'll is, this is for so that we expound. Right. So Could you expound on that, please, yeah, Mr. Russell? I will expand. Yes. 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 So basically. It is this whole bunch of little fibres together. Yeah. Sucks in moisture through the mycelium, produces a fruiting body. Yeah. And it just swells up. And goes full forth. of water. Yeah. But, you know, when you, you've, when you're a kid, you jumped off the high diving board. You did a bomb. You did, no. Your oh, no. belly flopped. Oh. And it was hard when yeah. you hit that water. Oh yeah. my God, no, was it hard? You only did that you a couple of times. Yeah, you'd never do it again. No, no, no. It's stupid. But that's how these things come out of the ground. They come out hard. Belly flopping. Yeah, but, well, no, the opposite. Water is hard. Oh. The harder you hit it, the harder it is. Right. And as the mushroom comes out of the ground, it's all this hard energy of water coming up, and it's got, it's 
they're full on. They'll crack concrete slabs. It's a hydraulic explosion. Yeah. Happening in my mouth. No, it's not yet. No, it's just through the ground. Because it should have stopped that by the time you get it in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. yeah. We, we, the, yeah, the, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. So, therefore, what you're saying is that water is far more important than temperature ever could be. Correct. Correct. So, we still need to do a rain dance. Yep. And we need more. And... We do. That's... But on the bright side, I, where I started from this morning was uh, three hours out of Melbourne. Mm. And it's yeah, Where about, are you? Just to give us a people... Uh, Beautiful little town called Pomonal hmm. up on the and the Grampians. So between Ararat and Halls Gap, Ooh. Halls Gap's twenty minutes down that way. Ooh. Ararat's twenty minutes that way. Nice Stall. neck of the woods. Ah, oh, it's the valley between the the Black Ranges and the Grampians. Yes, it's it's near where Sepples is, isn't it? It is indeed. Where those caves are. We're a little bit the other side of the valley. So Sepples is out just past the other side of the Black Range, and yeah. we're on the other side near the Grampians. Beautiful little township. Yes, really amazing people. Um, they're fun, interesting, um, engaged with the world. Of course, no one gets along all the time, but it is no. at the same time. Hey, well, well, life would be kind of boring if it you did. It would be, but, you know, there's always something happening. There's a new brewery that opened up um, only last week. There's um, I went to a, a fantastic uh, asylum seeker refugee um, fundraising event. Beautiful music, Ethiopian musicians, local musicians, Buds with cheese and sour cream on it, five mm-hmm. bucks. Okay, so you're living in a, yeah. in a good area. How are the dams? Uh, well, we could walk down the bottom and look up the top. Okay, so there's a lot of people getting excavating equipment to we, uh, the, to clear them out so that when it does rain that yeah. you get more of a chance. All right, so if um, when it does rain, uh, which are the first mushrooms to come up? Ooh, it's, that's a hard one to pick, but generally speaking... If, uh, no, look, it's really hard to pick. Okay. There'll be slippery jacks or pine mushrooms, but which ones in the largest ones when now? Mm. Who knows? Um, it really just does matter <clears> when <throat> the rain comes. Now, for me, mm-hmm. not being an expert like you, although I remember once, we, you know, we talk about increasing technologies. One was social media, which is double-edged sword. can be good, can be bad. But I remember I was outside Macedon with a buddy of mine, Joe Mungrel, and we were we were oh. mushrooming. <laughs> like, middle of nowhere. Seriously, mate, you'd love this. And it was this. like, oh, well, there's these mushrooms. I'm not sure about this. And I looked at my phone and went, oh, bloody hell, I've got a signal. This is awesome. So I took a photo of it, and I sent you the That's photo. And we, had a, and we had a chat, and I'm in the middle of a pine plantation, and we had a chat, and I think he said, no, nah, maybe you shouldn't eat them. Yeah. So I, I have a mate that's in northern New South Wales. Yes. And he is constantly doing this to me at the moment. So oh, really? photos down of uh, Australian native champaterelles, uh, mm. macrolepiotas, is going, ha, 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 ha. Oh, okay. Okay, so he's actually going, I know. Live than... streaming, picking them. Oh, really? It's just like, come on, it's not fair. Okay, we've got a few minutes um, left, and I think maybe you've just um, brought a couple of the, the things it's a mycelium. It's threads. You need to protect those in some way so that you should, when you do harvest mushrooms, you should never just rip them out by the root, should you not? Well, look, there's been there's a lot of controversy over that over the year, but Ooh. realistically the science behind it says it doesn't really matter. Really? No. That's a funny really noise matter. I just made. I apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a crow. Medic! <laughs> 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 the bird idea of surprise. So, yeah, I thought it was... It, no, well, it I... is important to cut them. Oh. Because yeah, well, a bit fun. like poison, yeah. dirt is very hard to get out. 
Mm-hmm. So when you pull your mushroom out, turn it upside down, all the dirt falls into the gills. Yeah. So you're going to have to wash the billy bejesus out of yeah, it. You don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. No, no, screw no, that. No, so cut them, mm-hmm. lay them down nice and gently, off you go, and it's all good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, and um, the other thing is you really need to be careful. This is this is something we, we've got serious shoes on now in, in that if you're going to go foraging, um, there's a few that are, potentially life-threatening, and if not, they certainly make you very, very ill for a while. And there's two want... that will kill you. Okay, so let's, no, let's, let's just not talk to them. Yeah, okay, yeah. go on. Um, Amanita phylloides, they're, they're very common here in Melbourne. What do they look like? Um, when yes. they come up out of the ground, they look like a button mushroom. That you yeah, see, this the is the problem. This is yeah. the problem. There's a couple that, are, that really mimic sort of just benign yeah. mushies. Yeah. And then there's the... Death cap mushroom. Yep, that's the am- Amanita oh, that was Yep, okay, sorry, But then you have the Destroying Angel as well. Destroying, Destroying Angel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Watch out for that one. Yeah. Are you scared yet? Yeah. Yeah, good. This okay. is why, okay, so my personal experience, yep. even though I've got a couple of years under my belt now mm-hmm. as the Graying Temple show, the only mushrooms I really go for or I look for is pine mushrooms. Yeah. Because you're not going to mess those up. Not really. No. Not unless you're being a little silly. Yeah. But, you know, they're good fun. I, I love taking people out mushrooming. I love the connection where you, uh, you get to talk to people mm. and people love talking to you about it. You get messages from people saying, I went out and did this like you did on Mount Mushroom. It's like, how awesome is that? You connected to your awesome. friends. It yeah. was bloody awesome. Are uh, you still doing tours? Yeah, yeah, mushroom tours. How do they find them? Mushroomtours.com. Sorry, you're too quick for me. Sorry. Yeah, see, I'm not fast enough for you, Cam. <laughs> You're running rings around me it's today. It's the beard, Cam. It's the, the wise <laughs> beard. Um, the mycelium growth off my chin. That's it. The other thing I was going to say is fried pine mushrooms, fresh thyme, roasted hazelnuts. Nice. What, what do you got? <laughs> Slippery Jack. Yeah. Malpo. What's like it? tofu malpo. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. The Yonami is strong with this one. one yeah. Cam Russell, we uh, have to say it's a delight to see you. Um, may your drive home be safe. Thank you very and much. And direct and uneventful. Matt, as always, Cameron. pleasure. Yes. Thank you and to you, dear listeners out there. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday and um, look forward to speaking to you next week. Well, I think we better get out of here. Yeah, Still here is on. Indeed. We'll speak to you next week. This has been a podcast from 3RRR, 102.7 FM in Melbourne. Truly independent community radio. Want to hear more? Check out our website at rrr.org.au.